0: Hey listeners, Sarah Ashley here. Did you know that on November 3rd from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you guys can help us out with a very important task. If you tweet us at Nerdonomy, we will be playing our Six Degrees of Separation game where you guys pick the celebrities that we link. If you've listened to the show, you know the game, you know how much we love to play that. So you guys are going to be able to help us out and challenge us and try to stump us. We promise we will not be using IMDb or Google whatsoever. And you guys can also give shoutouts, ask questions, whatever. You have free reign to drive the show. Again, that is November 3rd from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will be doing this while we're recording and then we will release the show the following Tuesday. We hope you guys will listen. We hope you'll tweet us. Remember, tweet us at Nerdonomy and mark November 3rd in your calendars right this second. We look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.
1: You're listening to Nerds on Film with Sarah Ashley, Kevin Satorius, Brian Moriarty, and Sean Moriarty.
0: Recast Tremors. The first one.
1: The first tremors. The
0: first tremors. Not the
1: second one where they're running around.
0: No. That first one. (laughs) That first one when they're on all kinds of rooftops because the crazy worms are busting through and Kevin Bacon is there. And and Fred Ward. And Reba McIntyre.
1: That's right, Reba. And the dad from Family Ties whose name I can't remember. Oh shit, what's his name? Um, Salt and Pepper Beard Guy.
2: The person you're thinking of is Michael Gross michael gross
0: was not the, the the chick from uh Jurassic Jurassic park, park was in there yeah the yeah, little girl Yeah,
2: ariana richards yeah mm-hmm.
0: okay so fred ward let's start with that guy fred he, i mean he's pretty much like the stoic hero of the whole thing
2: jeez what a good one um christopher michael maloney. rooker michael rooker michael rooker well, brian said christopher maloney Christopher Maloney. That's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah, you know what? No, I'm going to forfeit what was Michael
3: Rooker.
1: Maloney? Christopher Maloney's man awesome. of steel. Siegler? He's in Law and Order SVU. From
2: SVU. Yeah.
0: I don't watch SVU. I, 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 hate, I hate procedurals. We've yeah. gone over this. Okay. He was Colonel yeah, Hardy. Why, it's mine. having such was... a hard time with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now.
3: Okay. Go
2: ahead. He was Colonel Hardy in Man of Steel. Okay, he was the one that it. said, uh, you know, die a good death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That got was him. It. Who should have been Lex Luthor. <laughs>
3: Um there's still nerd hope. Yeah, maybe. Well for you, I don't care. But
2: Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um let's see. I'm going to You know what? I am going to do Washed Up Old Man That Gets Redemption style Jack Nicholson. Really? It's... He's retired. No he's not. He won't not. do movies anymore. No he's not. He actually has gone out and said that it's not true that someone Yes, that was a that was a grossly overstated yeah statement. Yes, a grossly overstated statement. Just like that one was. I stand corrected.
0: (laughs) I want What's-His-Bucket, who plays Rick on Walking Dead.
2: Oh, Rick Grimes, yes.
0: I can't remember the actor's name right now. I know he's actually
2: British. Yep, that's right, because he was in Love Actually. Yeah. And he proposed his love to... uh, Kier Knightley.
0: I want him to play the Earl character. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln as Earl. In my opinion.
2: I'm just going to put this out there. If we're bringing up Walking Dead, Norman Reedus for every character in that the movie. Guy from Boondock right? Saints. Yes.
0: Yeah. Norman Reedus yeah. For- as Rhonda and Heather. Yep. <laughs> and Mindy.
2: <laughs> yep. But the only stipulation is that all of them have to have a crossbow. <laughs> uh,
0: exactly. Exactly. Um,
3: I think I know who I want to play Valentine.
0: Kevin Bacon's character.
3: Yes, indeed.
1: Ryan Gosling.
0: <gasps> Done. <gasps> Handled. Anything uh, with him in it? Yes, please.
1: Uh, sure it man is. I was gonna. I was gonna say Channing Tatum, but ooh, that's a better decision. That's ooh,
2: Channing Tatum. That's a good one. It's it's it, just
1: because Channing Tatum's <laughs> proved that he's really good in, in action comedy roles yep. and there was a comedy element yeah. to Tremors and I think if they remade it it would be more of a of a comedy horror. Yeah, but Ryan yeah. Gosling can do comedy. He, yeah, he easily can easily do comedy. He did
0: Break Her High. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'm I just, just most of the Ryan Gosling movies I've seen he's just like super intense or awkward. No, oh. crazy stupid love. But he you. wasn't
2: he, he was more romantic and stoic than anything else in Crazy Stupid Love. He wasn't and I really, didn't see Crazy Stupid Love. He so wasn't really I... like no, comedic. No, he was no, charming.
0: No. No, well, he had some, some like, he, he silly was good charm as
3: a straight to man, man, yeah.
4: Yeah. I yeah.
2: liked it. Oh, Jesus! You're like photoshopped! <laughs> right? Yeah, like, oh, the, what,
3: Are you Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple Computer? <laughs> 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 when he was looking at his uh, running uh, his, shoes? Yeah. yeah.
2: I have those shoes, by the way. They're so comfortable. All right. Um, off casting, I would do Seth Rogen as Valentine. Okay. Someone who is not desirable but has the acting chops in terms of being a hero and the comedic chops.
3: I veto that decision.
0: I don't know I just if can't I can handle his that, laugh in that movie. Yeah, that, wait! Look
2: out! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: we're not doing it justice at
1: all.
2: <laughs> no, nope,
0: not at all. Nobody can do a Seth.
1: Yes, Rogan we're thing. doing like Seth Rogen puppet character. character. That is totally
2: Seth. I it, just watched. This is the end. Two okay, that's ago. fine. Yes, work it on it. Easy. Work
0: on it. No, it's the the roots are there. You just need to work on the. <laughs> that anyway, is
2: the um, <laughs> look. can I get a, can I get
3: a picture of that real quick, Kevin? Keep that look because that is basically. <laughs>
2: He looks God like he it. had a stroke. God damn it. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, okay. What about the uh, what about the main lady?
2: Main lady. Um, what's her name? Yeah,
1: Rhonda.
0: Rhonda LeBec. Help me, Megan Rhonda, Fox.
1: Megan yeah. Fox and everything. No. Yeah. No. This is Wonder, gonna be Michael Bay's Trevers, right? <laughs> Emma Stone. <laughs>
0: Ooh, Emma Stone. Emma
3: Stone. But Ooh, if we're going to have Stone. Ryan
0: Gosling and uh, have them in th- another gotta, movie.
3: Fine, you know, whatever. Fine, fine. What? Amy what's Adams. Wrong with,
0: what's wrong with Emma Stone? <laughs> Nothing's Ooh, wrong Amy with Adams. it, but it's getting kind of a little old
3: that they're being paired together with him yeah, and yeah, yeah, Ryan Gosling Yeah, no, no, no. That's why Ryan we Gosling. just said
0: Amy Adams.
3: <laughs> Amy Adams. Amy, I would buy Amy Adams. I would Amy totally Adams. do. Yes, and I think she's fantastic. If she
0: was available for purchase, I would buy her. That's disgusting, and that's <laughs> prostitution, Brian.
1: Wait a second. Yeah, that's very judgmental. Who says prosti- prostitution is disgusting? <laughs> it okay. does Come spread chlamydia. Now.
3: Yeah. You know, you it's can choose, choose to interpret my words however business. you wish. <laughs> timeless. I was just trying to be sweet. Oh, if I could buy you, I'd pay top
2: dollar.
0: If I could buy you, it would be a real doll.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to uh, Michael Gross's character, Bert, the guy that has the bunker with all the guns. Yeah. For Reba McIntyre.
0: I want Reba McIntyre.
2: I was actually gonna say <laughs> Taylor Swift just for the country element, no. but, but here's the twist: her oh. character dies. Yeah,
1: uh, no, well, she's so just way too young. Here, if we're
3: gonna go with that since she's on that show. How about Nashville? we do some yeah.
1: gender switching? So we make Kevin Bacon's character a chick, kind of a butch chick, and then make Reba McIntyre's character a dude, and then Jillian make Michaels. that dude Justin Bieber. What? I'm sorry. I didn't So Reba
0: McIntyre's character is married to the guy with the bunker of all the guns. Yes.
1: Exactly. Yes. So we make it two dudes that are married because it's 2013, Sarah. Okay, okay. Try not to be so close-minded. I was not <laughs> trying to say government. that I
0: just wanted to clarify that that's what we were discussing. However... If we're going to have I'm an older dude you, as a guy who has the bunker, then that um, just seems a little statutory um, to me. And I don't know if I'm comfortable um, with
2: that. Um, I talked about this on our last episode. Uh, if we're going to go with the gay couple that is that like, uh, has a bunker of weapons, okay. I want um, Alan Tudyuk as one of them. Oh, Tudyk? Wash? Tudyk, yeah. A- and Steve yes. the Pirate? Yes, Steve the Pirate.
3: It's as dirty as it sounds. dick
2: Okay, and then um, Tyler Labine. Uh He was also in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. He was the other uh, main character in that movie
0: i don't i didn't see that one ah
2: you should I totally know. see it you, you missed it no, we didn't see it either we
1: talked about it last episode we did. you weren't here we missed you Sarah. we missed you
0: i'm sorry i missed you guys too but i was too busy having fun
1: <laughs> shit all
3: <laughs> I'm right
2: kidding.
0: i'm out not to say that it wasn't fun. goodbye oh my god
3: <laughs> kevin we didn't say anything we we, we haven't said anything yet what you, what's going on this is a little preemptive don't you think don't who recasts the worm
0: Oh, yeah. Who Yeah, you... who do we cast as the worm? An uncircumcised penis? Ron
1: Jeremy. Oh. Oh. I with, was going
2: to w- say. With a
3: very good makeup artist and some, I was and some say, uh, uh, s- macro lenses.
2: Steve Tyler. Steven Tyler? Steven Tyler is the the uh, lead singer as of the Aerosmith, yeah, because his mouth just stretches for miles. Uh, okay. As a worm. Think, I
3: think I think the metaphor was lost on you. But I think it would okay.
2: be cool if they did it stop motion and they used the
1: prosthetic penis from boogie nights. <laughs> <or
4: something. laughs> yes! That's
1: much closer to what I think yes! we were. implying.
0: Uh, yes, that one I like okay. that one.
2: <laughs> oh, oh all right, well then no, that's too graphic. You just said it, you might as well just Pamela Anderson's vagina.
1: Oh, my God. As the worm? Yeah. What would that. you do? Would you have to, You'd have you have to send a probe into it to go all the way to the end and take an image of it so that Question. we could do a negative image of it to make Question. it look like a worm. How would
3: you do the
2: teeth effects? I don't know. Have you not seen <laughs> Fun it, Brian? Fact. It
3: has
1: teeth.
0: Pamela Anderson's vagina <laughs> has teeth.
3: <laughs> oh, it's vagina true. dentata. Very well.
2: All
3: right. <laughs> oh, good God.
2: <sighs> have you not seen the movie Teeth?
3: No, I've. It was no based off teeth. of
2: Pamela vamp- <laughs> well, biography. <laughs> God, that's so fucked up.
3: <laughs> so now that we're done talking about cooter vampires, let's... Um,
4: <laughs> that ba- would have made Twilight so much better. better.
1: Vampire vampire cooters, Brian. Cooter vampires would be vampires that lived in a cooter, not a cooter that was a vampire. Cooter vampires. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like they emerge from the vagina as a bat and then they're just like, <laughs> Hello, Cynthia. You should go see a doctor. Make it a British comedy.
1: Hello
4: you then see, Cynthia.
1: You see, I'm a very small bat. And I work my way in there. I hang upside down for a bit. There's too many cobwebs the in there. And every now and again, I fly out, turn into a big person. One, Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh.
2: Two
0: fingers,
2: Ah ah ah. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, you haven't listened to our whole episode last week. I did not listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah, whole I know. You're, you're bringing up
1: things like you were supposed to be there. Yeah. No, sorry. You were supposed uh, to be there. See? You need to listen to the whole oh episode. You're an episode behind. You're bringing to the table all the things we needed last week. Yeah. <laughs> there we go.
3: We hope you've enjoyed this uh, cold open, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and and with uh, that, until next time, stay nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we're
1: done. <laughs> and we're
3: done. And now, famous movie quotes you should
1: <laughs> not say. Shh.
3: On that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty.
0: I'm Sarah Ashley.
1: I'm Kevin Satorius. <laughs> uh, and I'm Sean Moriarty. I have no fancy voice for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you was... should go last, Kevin, then it doesn't
2: make me look like an asshole. All right, one and more time. All some
3: Michael Kine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Well, uh, that was another joke from we the last don't, week's episode. We don't need Otherwise to... Otherwise known as Maurice Wheat or White.
0: Anyway, so if you can't tell, uh, our subject for today is... The Creature Feature. So these are basically movies where some... Thank you, Kevin. Bizar- yeah, Kevin's doing a great job over there. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: Kevin's got to always
2: do sound effects
3: I, when we intro.
1: I Apparently, love sound effects.
2: Y- yes. That's actually... I was in improv class in high school. Quick tangent aside, then you can go back. I actually was uh, took improv class, and our final was an improv show. And I was like the leader of uh, sound effects. And got to lots of claps so <laughs> yay yay for me go ahead Sarah and that was Michael. the you best
0: time of yes, Kevin's
4: life that
2: was only second to was that meeting your Kevin lot? Bacon what
0: was that your sandlot no so it's, basically I've decided to start this whole thing I'm sorry total, this is another side tangent where if like it's like a perfect time in your life and you call it your sandlot you know you can never go back to that but it was like a
2: really good time college college was my sandlot there you go Anyway. Starbucks parking lot.
3: <laughs> Five Teresa minutes ago. My <laughs> uh, for me, it would have to be Denny's. The Denny's uh, near the Prune Yard.
0: Okay. I would just have to say West Valley College Theater Department, circa 2007 to about 2009.
3: AKA the lobby crowd, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Which is now moved you know to what? the scene shop.
1: Really? I'm going yeah. to yeah. take mine back and say the boiler room at our high school where I used to strangle cats. That was mine. <laughs> Sandlot.
4: Shan, <laughs> <laughs> you're amazing.
0: Anyway, so, uh, yeah, topic for today, creature features. So basically we're talking about movies that feature some sort of monster, question mark, some sort of uh, bizarre creature that is outside of our normal realm that we're used to dealing with, um, and which is kind of a big topic because I think it can also... Tend to incorporate aliens as well and things like that. Can
1: I consult? Can it the source? can it also be regular animals like snakes or sharks? Yeah,
0: or yeah, yeah. But they're but they're gorillas. They're murderous. They're slightly murderous. They oh, pose yeah. a Sweet. threat. Sweet.
3: Yes. May I consult? the source of indisputable truth. You mean, you mean the great
0: Wikipedia? The great Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Wikipedia?
2: Wikipedia. I'm sorry, I'm new to this internet. What Quick, is Wikipedia? Where, the rooms?
3: where the rooms? Is it, is it a place for we,
2: must- <laughs>
3: <pitiful>? <laughs> <laughs> we consult
2: thee, we invoke thee, Wikipedia.
1: Share your wisdom with us. Yeah, if you love the encyclopedia so much, do you become an encyclopedophile? <laughs> oh, uh, yes Sean for the win I'm an encyclopedophile what does that mean what did he say does he really like encyclopedias no does he, he know about he, every pedophile ever
2: no he fucks them
0: I'm Whoa. really waiting for the uh, Wikipedia Britannica edition I want to see that
1: <laughs> a printed version <laughs> That a poorly dressed salesman brings to your doorstep. You can actually yes. order all of
3: Wikipedia on a DVD because it still fits on a D- like all of it fits on a, on a DVD. Really? Wrong. What? No yeah, way. Well, it used to. I don't think it does anymore. But you have to get. You can get it in, like two DVDs. So now it's the box set, <laughs> pretty much. What does this is Wikipedia, a M. The great and powerful, <laughs> have to say, Brian? Wiki- Wikipedia, which is Pedia. never wrong. Says that Creature Features was a generic title for a genre of horror TV format shows broadcast on local U.S. television stations throughout the 60s through the 80s. Movies broadcast on the various shows were generic, generally classic or cult horror movies of the 1930s to the 1950s the horror and science fiction films of the 1950s, the British horror films of the 1960s, and the Japanese giant monster movies of the 1960s and 70s.
0: More than that, it's expanded now. So oh, Of course, this where, is the
3: original where this, it was Yeah, coined.
0: no, this is where the, the phrase creature feature was coined, absolutely. Yes. But it has be- basically developed into its own genre, which is really cool. So, I mean, things as early as, you know, King Kong and uh, Frankenstein and those types of movies. Nosferatu. Are Nosferatu, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so things with vampires, werewolves, mummies, all that kind of stuff—you see that a lot of that traditionally in the '30s and into the early '40s. And then well,
3: you, what specifies the difference between a monster movie and a creature feature?
0: I would say that they're the same thing because I think yeah, because they... creature featured like the actual TV show featured the Universal monster movies as yep. part of their regular That's true. Lineup. Yeah, like yeah.
3: werewolves mummies.
1: Yeah.
2: Vampires.
3: Fair it, enough. Because when I think of the Universal Monsters I don't, the only one I consider really a creature for the creature feature is the, the creature of the Black Lagoon.
1: A mm-hmm. uh, wolfman the could man, be. Yeah, wolfman, absolutely. Yeah. A vampire could, is a creature. Yeah. Yep. I, I
0: think arguably monster and creature kind of go together, hand in hand. They're mm-hmm. not mutually exclusive. Okay. Um, but it's interesting because I think in, during like World War II and especially like right post World War II, you kind of see these movies actually taper off in popularity a little bit or if they are going to be there they're going to be the parody versions of them like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein which I'm Gesturing to the poster I have hanging up on the wall in the nerd cave. In the nerd cave yeah. here.
2: Well, it's because that idea of escapism wasn't really necessary uh, with the end of World War Two. Well, that's why those movies and comic books as well kind of really flourished.
0: Well, they needed the escapism, and they needed they needed to make the scary monster parts funny because they were dealing with a lot of death.
2: <laughs> they are dealing with some pretty horrific <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, in and, that time. And yeah, and
0: and death had a face, and they had people to blame and things like that. So it was really really dark for that time. So once they started to get past that and we started going into the Cold War and the very quiet wars of Korea and that
2: kind of thing. Um, leading up to Vietnam. Yeah.
0: Leading up to Vietnam, that's where th- the horror movies kind of became a little bit more approachable because the actual political scope was was quieter. Um, yeah, and we, then, and we
3: saw a rise in more science fiction based.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. War of the Worlds yeah. um, and uh, the day the Earth stood still. Thank you. That was a Creature of the, the Moon
3: is considered uh, more science fiction based because they find the creature in South America, and mm-hmm. then, you know. Yeah.
1: And there was also a lot of uh, because of of the uh, race for nuclear weapons. There was also a lot of like radiation had a lot to do with a lot of these
3: Godzilla.
4: creatures like yeah. Godzilla, or Godzilla, Godzilla attacked yeah. a at fifty foot things. woman.
3: <laughs> you could yeah. almost argue to that on that same vein that Night Living Dead. Yeah. Might, to a, a might degree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. T- definitely. Territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was
1: a scary new thing to everybody. Yep. It, right. it was something everybody was afraid of.
0: And and creature features really haven't slowed down necessarily. They're they're always making these movies. Are they more B-level? Probably, um, and especially when they were going more towards the the TV realm, and they kind of became a thing that were being shown on Friday and Saturday nights, they right. lost popularity at a certain point because, frankly, teenagers are not necessarily home on Fridays and Saturday nights. But that's what th- who they're marketing to, yep. um, especially with Elvira and her giant cans. That's basically intended for teenage boys.
2: It's viral. Those Elvira. are some Elvira dead Elvira. cans, though. <laughs> that's 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 necrophilia. That is. Mm.
3: Um, so here's what what I found very interesting when I. I was doing research for this episode and i searched for creature features and you know what movie i did not find come up what
1: jaws yeah i did i did i found i it. didn't weird
0: when you do the the google search for creature features and then they just have like a bunch of the movies like on yeah. the row i saw jaws yeah. On there, yeah a bunch of the what a bunch of the movies okay. like posters in a row
2: okay
4: it's interesting because yep. i no didn't much. get those
2: what results you think
0: i said
1: boobies <laughs> Jaws was probably the first creature feature that, that I <laughs> saw, and I love that. That's still my top three movies of all time. <laughs> it's Jaws. Yeah, There's I love no question. Jaws. Yeah.
2: The, it, and the, be- yeah. the most brilliant part about Jaws is that you really don't see the shark until after halfway through the movie. Like, it's all about playing the suspense of the mind.
3: Well, Sh- Jaws is so important because it shows that you can make a creature movie that is top quality. And I think the unfortunate association with a lot of these creature features is that they are B quality. Exactly. B quality writing, B quality actors, yeah. B quality special effects. At times, many of the times.
0: Well, well, uh, well. Now we have the Sci Fi Network.
2: Yeah,
4: exactly. That, <laughs> yeah.
2: that that just oozes B quality Sci Fi. For example, I, Sharknado. Sharknado is a Sharknado. fucking masterpiece. <laughs> How,
4: dare
1: you? <laughs> How you, dare you say that it's B but quality? The funny,
3: the funny thing is, like, now that people have grown to expect it, people revel in it. People, yeah. ex- people like enjoy the low quality of it, and then there's something. It's like fine cheese.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the moldier it is, the better.
2: What a, what a cheesy metaphor there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But a good Whereas, whereas the old ones
3: are like fine-aged cheese.
2: Fine-aged cheese smells... Like a dead corpse in a creature feature. Yeah. I can make apt metaphors as well. Accept, <laughs> said, the, the difference is you don't eat the dead
3: corpse. You eat the cheese. You said, like, that's and you can't spread you a dead corpse yeah. on a cracker.
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> you probably could spread a corpse on a cracker, but I don't know if you'd want to eat it. After watching
2: Sunday's premiere of The Walking Dead of Season 4, yeah, you could definitely just... excuse me. <laughs> you can peel off a corpse okay, I'm good. and spread it all over some crackers. Oh, God. One of the things that I found in my research is that a lot of my favorite movies growing up as a kid uh, actually happen to fall into the category of creature feature, like <gasps> Jurassic Park. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, no, definitely. I love that idea, and then of course uh, Lost World, mm-hmm. King Kong goes almost goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Gremlins, mm-hmm.
0: yes, yeah, definitely. absolutely.
2: Uh, the classic Godzilla's, which are uh, fit into the Wikipedia source and of like the sixties the and seventies. Matthew 70s. Broderick Godzilla.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I just got a bad taste in my mouth too. <laughs> uh,
1: um, I have fonder memories of their marketing partnership with Taco Bell than I do the <laughs> actual movie. <laughs> I do. Good I remember point. that it was like, oh Godzilla came out, they're doing like thirty nine cent hard shell tacos. Yeah, that's right. No ow, ow. I was kidding.
2: Um
0: that did not warrant actually shooting me with an earth gun. Yeah. Anaconda. Oh, Anaconda! Oh, my God! Oh, I totally saw that in the theater. I did, too. And so, I love oh, it wait the part where they do the trachea yep. on me. Oh, my God.
2: I think that was the first PG-13 movie I saw in theaters, yeah. Really? That yeah. was the first time I
1: ever kissed a girl with my mouth open, was it the, during the credits of Anaconda. Were you sliding your oh, Anaconda yeah. Sean in her <laughs> mouth? <Sean. laughs> yeah, I know. Sean. It was a really awkward movie to try to do that, you know, Sean. holding hands, sweating bullets, waiting I, for the other person to move in. Ironically,
3: the no, girl don't that say Sean was it. Making out with first name was
2: Sarah. Really, that's awkward. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going I, to say something else, Brian. Like I made out with her too, watching Anaconda. you I was like 11 at that point. I wouldn't have. That wouldn't hey, have that well. hasn't stopped a lot of people that I know. Sean. I, I'm Sean. Not that Sean.
0: Please tell me you said my anaconda don't want none
1: of this. <laughs> <you gotta laughs> oh, no. Yes.
0: <laughs>
4: Oh, that's no, excellent. but I do
1: remember taking her head and pushing it into my lap and saying, "Choke on it like it's John Voight." Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, the snake swallows John. Oh Voight. my God! <laughs> Damn, <laughs> he did not say that. I did not. Say- no, I was Hold like on. twelve. Hold 12 on, keep that 13. face. Keep that <laughs> face. Damn, dude. That
0: is the worst thing I've ever heard you say.
1: (laughs) That is the worst thing you've ever heard him say.
3: Can you make your mouth agape again, please? I need to get this picture on.
1: That was the worst thing you've ever heard him say. That's the worst thing you've ever heard me say. No. You you just said strangling
4: cats. Maybe maybe worse
0: by my standards. I don't know. That was was pretty bad. (laughs) Anyway. Um, um, Tremors,
2: of course. Tremors. The thing. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I actually just watched The Thing. Which one? I saw the original, the Kurt Russell one.
2: Okay, because the the remake is actually not bad. It has um, Joel Edgerton is one of the notable actors in it. Um, it's actually quite good. Hmm. It it it. Of course, the original is the original. Well, the
0: original was really good. I think my only issue with it, and this is probably me being more modern audience, and this tends to happen a lot, is that uh, the exposition was really slow in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of took a while before you actually saw the thing. So, but um, that's like that's the yeah, that and the whole, like, all the dogs, all that stuff was really kind of Might I remind you guys
3: that John Carpenter's The Thing was actually also a remake. A remake of a from, 1960s movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah, okay,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I made the mistake of watching that movie for the first time while having dinner. Oh, so, <laughs>
0: bad news bears. <laughs> terrible
2: idea. Uh, yeah. l- uh, it's safe to say that I was able to keep that dinner down, but it wasn't easy. Yeah.
0: Um, so I think the thing though is probably up now with one of my favorite creature features I also really like uh, The Day of the Triffids which is a 1950s B-Level one
2: I've heard about this but I've never seen it before
0: so it's about um, giant plants that attack people that nice. we saw sentient. that movie
3: it was called The Happening yeah. <laughs> oh. right but this is better oh, because God, the happening. no no this
0: is better because the plants don't just shed pollen and like ejaculate all over people to make them crazy this is
3: who's saying anything about ejaculating. Well, that's I, what yeah, is. There's a is. whole yeah. other
1: angle on the DVD for the happening when you turn it on infrared. Wait, there's a whole there's out shots from
2: everywhere. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> no, Duck and cover, people. <laughs> no,
0: the the day of the Triffids, like there are actually like vines like coming out and killing people. It's very in, it's very intense and very creepy. And I I love how I first saw this movie. I was Maybe eight years old, and we had just watched it back to back with uh, the original The War of the Worlds.
4: Ooh. And my
0: parents and I, were, we were all kind of like on, a, on an old movie kick. And uh, and so we watched them back to back, and we actually happened to have sunflowers growing in the backyard. <gasps> we had just planted them, oh, which, is, so which is why my mom wanted, why we thought of Day of the Triffids, because my mom said that sunflowers used to kind of creep her out because they reminded her of Triffids. And so I'm waking up the next day, and uh, and my mom comes into my room, and she's like, Sarah, you need to get out of bed and, like, you know, open up a window in here. It's too dark. Da, da, da. And I go and open up the window, and they had taken a dead sunflower and planted it right on my window, and I just screamed <laughs> bloody murder, and my mom started laughing her ass off.
2: Damn, you got trolled by your parents, yeah, man. Yeah, dude,
0: we're family full of pranksters. There's a reason why I am the way Sunflowers I am. Sunflowers are yes.
3: terrifying because they go to grow to, like, six feet tall. Yes. They have huge heads. And you're expecting, them when you walk by, worms just, like, move. which yeah, is like just look at you. So, you. so, <laughs> so exactly. yes,
0: naturally, I freak the hell out. Um, so, Day of the Triffids is a classic one for me. Although, I think the way they end up stopping them was really silly. I think it was, like, with salt water or something like that. Um, how about them ranks.
3: That seems to work pretty well right, yeah, with right. plants. Another
0: um, classic for me, uh, Black Sheep. Which is a bee movie that came... It's a New Zealand bee movie that came out... Less than ten years ago. I, I think that came out in like two thousand seven. No, no, not to be mistaken <laughs> no, definitely not to be mistaken with that. Um, this one is about thing, genetically engineered sheep, sheep. Yes. that decide to just start fucking killing people. It's and that's <laughs> that's the basic that's the plot. But it is so damn funny that I think everybody needs I, to go out and watch I, it right now. I have now. to
3: share this because this is this is both slasher and creature feature at the same time. Uh, our loyal fan Brett showed us the trailer for the movies Thanks Killing. Mm
0: thanks killing
3: it's a mutated uh, turkey that is basically the, they use as a muppet in the movie and this thing just goes and kills people and it talks it's hilarious <laughs> it's and then it's, us it's, the trailer it's, it's, for it's,
1: thanks killing three yeah they want show us two we the don't only, know the what only sequel to two. skip its
3: own sequel yeah <laughs> so, um, uh-huh. it's basically at this point kind of like what chucky's become chucky's become a parody of himself yeah, yeah. it's essentially that exact thing isn't that what thing. bride
2: of chucky was all about pretty much yeah, yeah.
0: I totally saw a picture on the internet the other day of two kids dressed as Chucky and the yep. bride of Chucky, I and saw it was that same awesome! Morning. Yes, I yeah. saw that same
2: picture. It was so well done. I was like, well, that's Chucky reason
0: and... enough to have kids. <laughs> and the
2: caption <laughs> underneath was, these are parents who are winning.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Um, Congo. Do you guys remember Congo? Uh, I remember uh, yes. Congo. Yeah. Another... I saw opening
1: day. You did? In the theaters. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, the best part was the beginning, because Bruce Campbell was in it, and then... It was horrible from then. But though. Tim Curry was in it. Doing yeah. a Russian accent. Tim Curry's yeah. been in a lot of things, Kevin.
3: Anna so a green <laughs> drop drink.
0: I oh, love Tim Curry's been in a lot of things. Doesn't mean they're all good. <laughs> so? Yeah, exactly. It's Tim Curry. What you fucking trying to say, say, Sarah? <laughs> Best one was Legend. Oh, where yeah. he played
1: the devil? Yes. Yeah. Uh. I'm just going to say Home Alone 2. Yeah. <laughs> or when he was the cardinal in Three Musketeers.
0: Well, like, yeah, okay. We're being facetious right now. Are you
2: sure? <laughs> yeah, Really? Because he was amazing in Home Alone too. Oh, my Cedric,
4: God.
2: We <laughs> love <Don't>. you. <laughs> Cedric, don't count your tips in public. <laughs> Two modern uh, creature feature movies that are actually... Will always or three, I should say, that will always sit up high in terms of some of my favorite movies is most recently Pacific Rim, yeah, which was amazing. Um, Not Super to be eight. mistaken for the porn movie.
3: That's Pacific Rim Rip job. job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Super Eight. And Cloverfield. Ooh,
0: Super 8 and Cloverfield. Super yes. 8 was
3: awesome. I loved Super 8. Super 8 was 8.
0: so good. It was like the Goonies and E.T. all wrapped into one. Yes, it was beautiful. It, it was. It, was.
3: It, and plus a little bit of a zombie movie, too. Yeah, Because right? yeah, the yeah. movie within bit. the movie. Yeah. I love that J.J. J. Abrams showed the movie within the movie in, during the credits. Yes. yes. That was yes. incredible. Yes. And awesome. it
2: was so good.
3: Yeah, and Elle Fanning is a really, really good actress. Absolutely. I was blown her away sister? at how good she was.
2: Yeah. Cloverfield, that, not so much, though.
0: Cloverfield made me nauseous in the theaters, but oh, I yeah. also get
2: motion sick. I saw Cloverfield, I think, two or three times in theaters. I fucking loved it. I, I saw I just, it They like, waited
1: too long to show you what it was, and by the time they show you, it's like, I don't even care. No,
0: no, I was actually totally on board yeah, with that. Yeah, same here.
1: I love
4: the uh, JJ Abrams. Well, no,
1: I know that you wait to show it, but man, what it turned out being was not interesting looking to me at yeah, all. Was was? Like, oh, yeah, it yeah. was. all right.
2: Boo, Sean. It's
0: okay. You guys, you guys can disagree on something. It's fine. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that's the first thing. Sean and I, we had our first disagreement. Aww. All right. You know what?
1: Let's see if Kevin will disagree with me on this. One of my favorite movies in the last 10 years and one of my favorite creature features is these motherfucking snakes on, the on this motherfucking, motherfucking plane.
4: plane. Um, God watched that today. Is it enough.
1: is outstanding. I'm you know about
2: what? to open some fucking windows. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, Snakes on a Plane, guys say, I went into that movie with no expectations. I was thinking, this is going to be a shit fest. And I'm going to quote my, one of my best friends here. If you go into that movie expecting any, seeing anything less than snakes <laughs> on a plane, <laughs> then... You're going
2: to have a bad time. Exactly. <laughs> right. You're going to you, have a bad time.
3: If you go in expecting to see snakes on a plane, you're going to have a fantastic time. Yeah, I think God, I watched I about
0: that. half that movie before I fell asleep. What? I know. You can't fall
2: asleep
3: to Samuel L. I just L. The, way talk about like the senseless snakes. way people die, because there's the couple having sex, and the, uh, the snake bites one of them in the boob. I think that was hilarious. Yeah. And,
2: and the dick. The yeah. And then there's the
3: dude a piss, who's, there's... There's... there's the guy who's exactly who yeah, w- he was using Yeah, he pees the on
1: its head a little bit and it yep. looks a little disturbed. and like, gums it a little bit. <laughs> totally <laughs> does. He bites his dick.
2: Yep. Um, Although, I, awesome. as
0: somebody who I'm sure as a child, I think I did actually have a fear of toilet snakes. Um, a little scary.
2: A um, little was scary. Say, not as scary as a
3: drink I used to think there were sharks in the toilet. There's after we saw, after toilet. Sean and I watched Dreamcatcher, we couldn't take a shit for like two days afterwards. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> seriously? After I did, I. Okay, so no
2: no Sean, Please we, per, after, tell me this is true. After
3: we saw Dreamcatcher, <laughs> oh, the next God. day I yes. had to use, I had to go to number two, and I was terrified. <laughs> and no we way. Saw it, and we
1: saw it in Connecticut, and our little cousin Megan, who was like nine or ten, <laughs> they were like, she's like, what was in the movie you saw? We're like, oh, it's about these demons that no, basically no, 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 come no, of no, the no, toilet. We
3: were, we were trying to protect no. her. They're like, no, we don't want you don't want to know, Megan, you don't want to know. So, yes I do, yes I do, no, I don't, I don't. And finally her older brother Ryan was getting really annoyed. She said, Megan, <laughs> the movie was about aliens that come out of your butt and eat your face.
0: I, and
2: the look on her face <laughs> was priceless.
0: So I you know I tried to read Dreamcatcher and I couldn't get past like the first 5 pages cuz for some reason it was just it's so good. It was too slow for me the entr- but I so I didn't see the movie. But that was one that was an, a Stephen King novel. Yeah, we, yeah
1: the movie was okay. Yeah, the movie's pretty good. It was kind of cool. I thought the the weird angles that they took and the the strange new things they did while also just doing reinforced classic horror stuff was good. It was yeah. okay.
4: right.
2: And you got to see Morgan Freeman as the bad guy. It was yep.
3: interesting because it was a creature feature, but it was With also very much
2: like caterpillars.
3: It was also very much a, a Stephen King supernatural story because yeah. of the the, the right. powers that the friends had uh,
2: had sure. attained.
3: Mm-hmm. Plus, Jason Lee's in it. Yeah. well, there
0: you go. That's right. That's that's and reason so is enough. From
2: and Timothy um, Olyphant, Damien Damien Lewis, who's the lead in Homeland, in,
3: mm-hmm. indeed. And then uh, Thomas Jane. Is it Thomas
2: Jane, yeah. Yep.
3: Jason Lee, and then of course you already mentioned oh, yep. Tom Seaborn, Donnie
2: Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg, oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe I will have
0: to check it out. But the the Stephen King creature feature that I did see was The Mist, <gasps> which not too shabby. Really good story. Could have put a little bit more into the budget.
1: Pretty fucking scary if you live in San Francisco.
2: Yep. No God, yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about this movie, which I, I won't let you borrow the DVD, because Frank Darabont um, uh, completely remastered it in black and white.
4: Oh, shit. As an homage
2: to 1950s movies, and it works so oh, well. Oh, shit, it I, bet it,
0: I bet it works out so, so much good. better. I bet it looks so less good. cheesy. Speaking so of good, black yeah.
3: and white... Sarah, you wrote a blog post about four months ago. I did. Yeah, that was awesome. And you talked about how Jurassic Park and Black and White
0: so much better. Yeah, because it because it basically was a a sci-fi B movie. Basically, it was a 1950s creature feature.
2: feature Yeah,
0: and it was it was wonderful. Don't do that with romantic comedies. That was the lesson I learned.
2: <laughs> <he got> <laughs> to tears. You're hoping
3: it was going to have some sort of like nostalgic, quality some sort to... of
0: like old Hollywood nostalgic feel to that it, didn't but work. no, it no. it needs the sparkle and the color to the distract difference,
3: you. And, I th- and I'll tell you what the difference was. It comes down to the cinematography.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, Spielberg chose to shoot the film in a way where, well, his cinematographer, not him, mm-hmm. but his team, shot the film in a way where there was high contrast and lots of shadows, and that's what you need to make yeah. black and white work really, yep. really well.
4: Yeah.
2: That's why uh, noir stories like Sin City, uh, in terms of the oh, effect, so fucking and that's bad. And that's
3: just exaggerated to the nth degree.
2: Oh yeah, because that was all done digitally, um, to a degree. But um, one of the other creature features that I wanted to mention is uh, Brian's favorite. Yeah. Alien. Alien and aliens. We guys are going to talk Brian. about
1: that movie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce it out for five minutes.
3: So. All right.
2: He can't handle
0: he
3: No, can't. no,
1: no. I was going to take this as an opportunity. I think we should all make Brian watch a clip on YouTube. Oh, no,
3: yeah, let's please. It,
2: no.
1: Yeah. no,
3: no, no. Come
1: on, Brian. Hey, let's just
3: I'll talk about the movie. I will talk about the movie. I just won't contribute much. Yo, Go it's okay, Brian.
2: Over, I they actually...
0: mostly come out at night, mostly, <laughs> and in space. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and yeah, out of in, your
1: chest I hear in space no one can hear you scream
3: oh how
4: right and you are and
1: the bitch is back and so forth okay now that we're done with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver awesome in that movie yep which I love yep. the fact that actually that role was written completely gender neutral Mm-hmm. they pretty much when they yeah, that's right. when they wrote the script they were, didn't really give a shit if it was going to be a guy or a girl and I think that's how more I wonder how different it would have been
3: if it was Alan Ripley not Ellen Ripley and it was a uh, you know, Alan Rickman if it was a guy instead of a girl. Get was, off my ship.
0: <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
3: Get off my ship. Get off my ship.
0: But I you know Get
3: away from her, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it does definitely
0: like bring up the point that uh aliens themselves do kind of fall into the, the category of creature feature.
3: Yep, they do, yeah. I'm not gonna c- contest it.
2: Because at all
0: well and especially because I think what what really kind of denotes it is less of you know oh coexisting or like seeing these creatures or seeing these aliens as like another society and this is what they do but it's more of like holy shit they're attacking us and save the humans that's kind of I think what denotes the tone of
3: creature behavior this is the first time where you really see aliens demoted from being sentient beings to being these more insect like animals animals exactly
2: straight up which only to kind of jump ahead, but I'm still happy talking about aliens. Uh, what kind of led to the Predator franchise, where it was another alien, but this time they made it as human-like as possible, so that way it was all the more mysterious because this very well could be a serial killer in this jungle that's you know ripping yeah. skins off bodies and, and for the record, pulling skulls and spinals. And has some weird invisibility cloak. And, yeah, yep. <laughs> and, and for the
3: record, I have a lot of problems watching the Predator movies too. I did see the Predator's movie that was made a couple years ago, but it that was, was that was good with Adrian. It was Brody. it was a great movie, but yeah. it wasn't without lots of concentrated effort. Well, yeah, to of get course. Through.
2: But it's the te- first Predator, no do it, do it. Come <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. Now, no! no, do it, now, kill me. Come on, Sarah, chime in with your Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. I
0: really don't have one. All right, oh.
2: then, then you <laughs> your regular just, Sarah. Just, Ashley. your and jump into the darkness. And do it. Come on.
0: Honestly, I, 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 okay, God, you guys are, you guys are. All gonna right, fucking, hold on. I'll no, do no, Sarah you guys are gonna, doing. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger. No,
0: no. I'm just gonna say, I'm like, right. <laughs> do it. All right. Shut, up. Shut <laughs> up! Go ahead. Sarah. I, I honestly have not seen Predator since I was like a very young child, so I really don't remember much of the movie at all. Oh, but it's it has good. like I just
1: watched the... it right before we recorded.
2: It oh, still holds up. I really enjoy that movie. It, it does. It truly does. It uh, does. And it and Sean, you mentioned this before, but uh, the famous director Shane Black, who now has carte blanche in Hollywood because of directing Iron Man three, um, mm-hmm. he actually stars in the movie. Um, as one of the soldiers and has probably the best line of the whole movie. Um, and then he tells this joke. So I'm going down on my girlfriend and as I'm about to eat her out, I say, damn, you got a big pussy. Damn, you got a big pussy. And she looks at me and says, why'd you have to say that twice? And I said, I didn't. Such a great joke. <laughs> Such a great joke.
1: Because of the echo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sean
0: explaining it for our more... Intellectually no, challenged. <laughs>
1: now, I'm intellectually challenged.
0: Intellectually challenged. I'm
1: intellectually challenged. It's <laughs> true <laughs> because <laughs> I was telling that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I was like Brian said how it was tough to watch because of the the creature effects. That movie it doesn't really irk me as much as it did when I was a kid, but still, the very end with the very human laugh. That the predator monster oh, is doing yeah. is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: It's yeah, still it's, fucking. We're pretty mm-hmm. sure that the, the predators
3: the don't have a larynx somehow, but they're they somehow able to pull that off.
2: Well, they're able to replicate the noises that you yeah. know, are in their environment. That's actually part of their. Uh, uh, it's part of their species. Um,
3: my bad.
2: I got another classic <laughs> creature feature for us for us children that were born in the eighties: uh, arachnophobia.
0: Oh, yes. arachnophobia. With Jeff Daniels. So
2: fucking good. Jeff Daniels yes, and good. John Goodman. I remember and watching that shit in too. Hawaii. Like, it felt it felt plausible. It it totally,
4: totally felt did. plausible. Totally I don't know did.
0: why, but for some reason my whole family, we were all in Hawaii and we were like staying in a condo and we were all watching that movie together. Uh, which is so bizarre. Like it doesn't seem like some, I don't know. It's not a vacation movie. It's not a vacation movie, but vacation it was so movie. fucking good. It and is. I, I, well, I was scared of spiders already, but it made it worse. Yeah, I know, right? speaking of
3: insectoid aliens and arachnids, I'm going to throw it out there. What do we think of Starship Troopers? Feature features or yeah. really good sci-fi?
2: Ooh, I would you say know, not mutually sci- exclusive. I, I would actually say sci-fi because the focus is not on the aliens that they encounter. Okay, okay. it's more about the soldiers going out. And exploring new worlds okay. and pulling a Star Trek.
0: All right, so the, we, are we arguing then that for a creature feature, it really does have to feature the creature as the main point of the. the as a, as plot? a plot device, yes. Okay.
2: I would say yes. Which is really just to say the
3: story is more weakly developed. It's more focused on the gimmick of the creature and or, less yeah, or on that the too.
1: character. Yeah, development. yeah, yeah I, would, I would concur with that. Sean, do you concur? I concur. You could probably distinguish other movies where a creature is part of the story, and, and then the creature needs to
2: have a lot of screen time and be the main antagonist. Like, drive the story almost. Yeah, drive yeah. the story. Alright, so I think we've talked about a lot of really good creature features. Now, I want to start talking about, I think, what you refer to as, Sarah, the craptastic... Creature features. Craftastic, yes.
0: yes. Those are the ones that are so bad, they're good. I would I prefer, definitely put black sheep in there.
2: I prefer
3: yeah. the uh, expression craptacular.
2: Craptacular? All right. Um, I'm going to start it off with, and Just you guys me. are probably going to think I'm crazy uh, Jaws 3D. It is such I I didn't one? even
1: yeah. see it. You haven't seen it? No. The,
2: oh my God. That's the one where they're in SeaWorld, right? That's right. And Dennis Queen. And Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. It's... And Michael
3: Caine, if I'm not mistaken. That's
2: no, the fourth one. Jaws the Revenge. Sorry. Jaws 3D, crap-tacular. Um, it is so bad that it's good. Alien versus Predator. I have no problem with the movie, apart from, one, that it was PG-13 and shot for a PG-13 release, and two, at the end of the movie, Predators and humans are holding hands and skipping down a hallway to go beat the Queen Alien. Not okay but with it's, that. It's not crap-tacular, though. The
1: thing is, is the production value wasn't that bad. It's yeah, just that's The true. story and the acting was so bad, so yeah. it wasn't like it was campy... And and kind of um, endearing how it was shitty. It was just shitty. So, like, they tried really hard, but it was shitty.
3: Yeah. I have two problems with that movie, even though I didn't really see it.
1: <laughs> one being alien? <laughs> one.
3: They were talking about how they find the, the writings on the wall, and they said that they were meant to find serpents. Yeah. Serpents. That's exactly how I described describe the scene of the Morrison Knot. Said no one ever. And then... <laughs> And second, The Predalien.
2: Yeah. yeah. That was actually so pretty cool. Don't say The Predalien. Oh, oh, you're talking about Aliens versus Predators Requiem? Because I'm talking no, about the first one. The Predalien appears it's in the post-credits, very, post-credits or... yeah, the scene the of, of Aliens vs. Yeah. Predator, Which is an awesome idea. They just dropped the ball on that in Requiem, which is not a craptacular movie. That movie fucking sucks. It totally sucks. Unless you saw it, Sarah, and liked it. I haven't. Okay, it sucks. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Who has seen, uh, what's it called? I'm looking at the list. Oh, Lake Placid. Oh, I saw Lake Placid oh, in the theater. Oh,
0: God. But I... I've been meaning to watch that one because that's the if
1: one with dick, the Betty White, it, right? Go suck it. Yes, that's the one with Betty White where she feeds cows to the giant crocodile. Duh.
3: Yeah, and yeah. she and at curses. Some point it's she hilarious. Says this is the if, if I had a dick, this is where I tell you to go suck it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Betty White. i a classic. And Bill
2: Pullman's in that. Um, oh God, oh. no! Jeff Bridget Goldham's. Fonda. Bra- yep, that sh- that's right. Um, Oliver Platt. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Oliver Platt is also in that Predator Two with
4: Danny Boo. Glover.
2: Where this that is movie the, is garbage. That is so... It is so garbage. Hey, Predator comes to Los Angeles, starts killing people like Serial Killer. Whoa! <laughs> wow, shocker. And, but this was the movie that bridged the Alien franchise and the Predator franchise as a joke. They did it as a joke, and everyone like flipped their shit, and that's how the whole Alien and Predator franchise began. Then after began. that, the comic books yep. and the video games. Yep.
3: I am surprised you know. that we... And mostly cuz I just had forgotten too. We didn't mention that Jesse Ventura is in The First Predator. That's
1: right. Oh yeah, he's hey, also dude. in um The Running Man. Yeah. He used to he's just one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's roided out buddies yep. from the the gym who <laughs> he put in his movies.
2: The best line he had in Predator. Uh someone asked him, "Hey dude, you're bleeding." I ain't got time for bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> um has anybody seen the Piranha 3D movie that came oh, out like shit. four years I ago? I watched
1: those today. I own
2: both of them. Yes. Do you really? Of course you would, Sean. I
1: really love those and movies. And then Piranha because 3 Spectacular. Three double, double D. D. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like more, more something, more something, boobs. more D's. There was yep. a lot of big boobs. There was a lot of fake boobs. Like in, in an movie. exploitative way that I enjoyed very much. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pervert. Sean, yeah. did you have well, a- also
1: one of the funniest lines that I've ever heard in a creature feature was in Piranha Double D. I watched it today. The blonde girl from uh, Thirty Rock. Yeah. is in it. Katrina Bowden, I think is her name. Yeah. She has a line in the movie that is straight up the following: "Brett cut off his penis because of something that came out of my vagina," and she's just sitting there covered in blood, and her she's bleeding out her twat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so at a certain point, a like um, a, a piranha, piranha lays an egg inside her, oh, and when she's losing God. her virginity to this dude, the piranha like swims out her vagina and bites this dude's dick and then he has to cut the piranha and his dick off at the same time and then she wakes up and she's like what's happening and she runs to the door and she's like brad cut his dick off because of something that came out of my vagina (laughs) (laughs) it's so great and david keckner's in the movie and in this one it's set in a water park that's right they start pumping like an illegal well from an underground lake for the water park to save money and yeah the water park gets attacked but and david hasselhoff is in it yep the Hoff? the Hoff. The Hoff is in it for a while. Yeah, he's yep. doing. He's like the is guest speaker for the opening of the water park. <laughs>
3: yep. <laughs> uh, so he plays himself then.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, he plays himself, and he. But it's hilarious. You guys have to see it. It's so here's what I'm supposed gonna say. to be stupid.
3: If there's extra D's here, and we're talking about D-sized breasts, yes. If lots to, of them. If we were to live in an era of gender equality, I'm just gonna throw it out there. i say this as a completely straight man. There's gotta be some dongs in there too. There's, cl- There's got to be close up in 3Ds of. Uh, of
1: There uh, is. Of there is. Swords. No, you know who they had for is. the ladies in that in movie? In that movie?
2: It's either in that movie or the first Piranha movie where. Um a piranha bites a dick off and then as it's swimming underwater it regurgitates it the yeah. dick just swims in front of the screen and then just, <laughs> just like, floats that's away just yeah. Yeah. that's
3: just one not the, dick but though that, yeah. that's not the point point. That, and that's different that's not but attached to a human body but what
1: about Christopher he's a hot piece of ass for the ladies to look at
2: <laughs> he's
3: Richard of
1: yeah. his
2: dick generates 1. 1.12 <laughs> gigawatts <laughs>
3: Are you saying he comes lightning bolt? Oh
2: God. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I immediately regret that uh, comment. Uh, I, I immediately regret that comment. 88 miles per hour. <laughs> when this thing gets 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> As it continues jacking off. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: That's so bad.
1: <laughs> All I had to do was say Christopher Lloyd, and look what happened. Look what happened. I know, right? Oh. You did this to us.
2: It was you. Uh, apart from Snakes on a Plane as being the most craptacular movie, I think Deep Blue Sea takes those honors. Oh, yeah. Deep
0: Blue Sea. It's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, Thomas J.
2: Samuel L. Jackson, LL yeah. L. Cool J, and um, Stellan Skarsgård.
3: Yep. You're forgetting Treat Williams.
2: No, that's Deep Rising. Oh,
3: fuck. It's like the Thank Kraken
1: you. thing that takes over Sorry. the ship. Sorry, I was yep. thinking,
3: but Deep... Uh, that
1: movie's garbage. That movie's <laughs> Deep Rising. You I do mention Treat Williams films around me?
3: <laughs> deep Rising isn't the a creature Phantom? feature? Because Deep Rising and is totally... And Deep Rising. It is. It is, it is
0: definitely is. a creature feature. Yep,
3: One of my favorites. Funky Jansen's in it.
0: There you do
2: go. Do you guys know that there was a sequel to Anaconda?
0: Yes. The hunt oh, for there's
1: the two. Blood orchid? Yeah. There's two. I saw that the dr- yeah, I think there's two. The search for the blood orchid. I saw that in uh in the drive-in and oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember there's, like, a giant anaconda orgy that they're all trying to, like, negotiate oh, and, God. like, I didn't hike even, through?
0: I didn't even see it. I knew that there were sequels, but I didn't bother seeing them.
1: Oh, damn. <laughs> I was trying to think of a bad
3: pun for the sequel. So was there also Anaconda 3, Anaconda Find It? Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> wah, wah, wah. It took place in
1: Italy. Anaconda to Find It.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And then Anaconda Da <laughs> 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 I
0: think we just found our episode title. Anaconda Da <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anaconda <Carter> DeVito,
4: baby.
1: <laughs> Starring Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank
3: you,
2: Sean. Thank you for bringing yep. that one home. <laughs> yep. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Sean drops the mic. Boom. Right? <laughs> Wait, wait
4: for it, wait for it. Oh, okay.
0: Brian had actually. Oh, and you did too. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Drop the mic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Speaking of Anaconda, you ever wanted someone to swallow it like John (laughs) Voigt? But Ice Cube has to watch <laughs> and Eric Stoltz has to be passed out in the corner.
4: <laughs> still in
1: a coma from the bug in his tank. That movie sucks. <laughs> take, it,
0: take it in the treacle.
1: I know oh i was I remember being Sarah. disappointed that Eric Stoltz was like in I was like he they made it look like he was the lead character, and then he was passed out because of the bug yeah. for the Three whole quarters of the yeah. movie. Yeah.
2: By the way, um Jennifer Lopez is totally in that movie. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and Owen Wilson. Lopez. <laughs> mm-hmm. Owen Wilson's I in it too. Owen Wilson's yes! her Holy first fuck, film. you're right. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson is totally in that movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Owen Wilson, Ice Cube, John Voight, Jennifer Lopez, Eric Stoltz, and then that English dude who was in Jumanji. You know, his I've name is kind of... Jonathan Hyde. Jonathan Hyde. Thank yes. you.
3: Yes. I know that because we saw him as yeah. Captain Hook in the, the original production of Peter Pan, or the tour of Peter Pan that came to San Francisco. Oh, really? fucking Ooh. amazing, by the awesome. way. Yeah, he was really
0: good. He was really
3: good. Good and on you, Jones Surprisingly
0: High. star-studded cast for such a terrible movie.
2: I know. Yeah. And the effects just weren't there yet. The effects were, were really bad. They were close. Bad. The animatronics actually looked pretty good, but everything yeah. else looked really uh, bad.
0: The animatronics looked better for the screeching eels in Princess Bride. They could have yeah. just those, done that. Those
3: things
1: still creep me
3: out. Yeah. Right?
4: Yeah. Exactly
3: Let's take a second To talk about that Because I feel like Nowadays When we're living In the post-Avatar World of cinema CGI is getting Really really good Post-Avatar
1: Like that's how They're going to say it In film school books
3: Right In the
1: post-Avatar era
3: I I mean that sincerely
2: No I do do
1: too It's just weird to hear it Because it wasn't That long ago Actually, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you
2: on that. This is a film theory that.
3: podcast. You realize that at this point, right? I'm going to sure.
2: disagree with you on that being post Avatar. It's post Lord of the Rings. Oh. Fellowship oh, of the Rings snap. with the troll. Yeah, that's I where that line I, I, I,
3: I, I disagree, and, I'm, and here's my counterpoint. Lord of the Rings was a mixture of both practical and computer. I'm talking so, about. Well, so the point I'm getting at, the whole point I was going to try to finish, if you'd let me talk.
0: No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, play nice.
3: Was, I was that gonna say, how are practical him. effects going to survive? Because I think practical effects are still necessary in many regards. And Avatar is an example of when you don't need them anymore, completely.
2: But... That's if you have the studio giving you $300 million and you get five years to work on it to create the software, then to animate it, then to tell the actors to get in funny suits with balls all over them, and then you have to animate it all but over again. But here's the thing with that.
0: I like suits it took, with balls think on them.
2: Think, <laughs> think, think of it like
3: she piece, likes anything okay. with balls on them. <laughs> Especially <laughs> chins.
0: <laughs> Damn it, Sean.
3: Think of it like PhD research. Because, yes, so now we figured out with that much money what can be accomplished with computers. Mm Mm-hmm. Now the process is going to be cheaper and get, get the same results.
2: Nope. Look at Pacific Rim. That cost uh, almost $200 million. And that was all CGI. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure James Cameron
1: also probably has like patented everything that he created oh, for completely. that movie. So that yeah. now if anybody wants to do it, it's going to be way easier for them to get the technology from him and pay him than to do it themselves. So he's just going to make money off of more movies that try to do what Avatar did.
2: He And, Peter and it Jackson, probably has happened already. Yeah, he and Peter Jackson actually... Um, invented the modern 3D camera rig. That was James Cameron. And then uh, Peter Jackson and his production team worked on the actual cameras working with RED. To shoot in 3D and stuff, so yeah,
1: but it only works when it's blended with old school special. Look effects, at Jurassic Park. Style. Jurassic
2: yeah. Park is 20 years old this year.
3: I'm
1: just yeah. saying it, there's gonna be. And that
0: still looks really freaking good. Yeah, as it, does. Movie. it does.
3: It does. And I'm gonna, I'm just saying that there's, there's gonna be a certain point in the near future where it's not going to be nearly as expensive to accomplish what Avatar was able to accomplish.
0: Well, yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I mean, the reason why Avatar was so expensive because it was really innovative at the time. Then right. once all that stuff, all that stuff's
2: going to depreciate in value. But yeah,
3: I'm that, not think, saying I'm not. Saying the practical effects aren't don't have their merit. I'm just saying I'm wondering. Oh, I know how that. No,
2: no. But I think you guys are missing the biggest point in terms of all uh, studio or effects houses in the Hollywood industry are actually uh, severely underpaid for all of their work, including industrial light and magic. That's why uh, Rhythm and Hughes, that won the Oscar for. Um, Life of Pi. That's why they had to declare bankruptcy, is that studios do not pay them what they're owed for these movies. And so that's the only reason why these movies are being made is that the animators are getting severely undercut.
0: No, that's very fair. I mean that's why everybody was doing their green screen VFX profile pictures on Facebook. That mm-hmm. was that's a huge deal. And yep. and I mean, yes, they are getting underpaid for what they're doing, but also at the same time, Hollywood's not generating the amount of money as it used to, and it's not being funded like it used to. That's not true. Honestly, people are spending less money at the movies, and they're spending more time... Watching TV
2: streaming. But in the past two to three years, Hollywood has had the most. Has actually had a uh, steady increase in revenue in terms of yearly grosses from yeah. Hollywood releases. Yeah. Box office
3: grosses don't matter as much anymore because they know what they don't make. But in box office, they're going to recoup through either Netflix, home video, home yeah. video, or through television contracts. Yeah. yeah. Played on television. Well, TV. I will
2: agree with you that because of the amount of money you have to spend to go see a movie, that less people are seeing movies. Yeah. But because of that, adjusted for inflation, ticket prices being more expensive, Hollywood is still making that back. And it's but a big then, circle,
1: because ticket prices are more expensive
2: because people aren't going to see the movies.
1: Well, yet. yeah, and then visual
0: effects, people are still having to inflate their what they're charging. Right. So, yeah. it's a vicious
2: cycle. It is. Yep. People, go see some goddamn movies in the goddamn theater. Support everyone that makes these movies.
3: Yeah, and then go see some live goddamn theater, goddammit. Get cultured, people. <laughs> Get your own
2: fucking podcast,
1: late Ms. Boy. Let us talk about movies.
3: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay, here's my point. I'm, no, I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I love you.
3: It, I know Aww. you do. I love you too, baby. Oh,
1: Ew. Ew. That's he's your brother. Wow. I'm
0: going to call podcast just took a dark turn.
1: Old <laughs> Boy 2. <laughs> <laughs> brother's Keeper. Old
0: Boy yeah. in the
2: oh. Oh.
0: What if did he say? He, he said, said Brother's Keeper.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that goes oh. Sean out.
3: No. I is... am shocked that I am the one who is saying the Akbar yeah. statements tonight.
2: Incest is right. best. Wait, wait. What was it? Anakana.
0: Anaconda Uh,
3: Devita. Wait, yeah. It was Anaconda Three Anaconda. Or Old
2: Boy Two Brothers (laughs) Keeper.
0: (laughs) No, I still Um, like Anaconda Devita.
3: I guess the point I was getting at was that yeah, you're right. People aren't going to theaters anymore because it's expensive, and it's also there's less social interaction. You know, it's there is something to be said about being in the theater. And I think we've said this before, but there's something to be said about being in a theater with strangers because you're sharing in this communal experience. The same yeah. reason you go see live theater. That's the point I was yeah. trying to make. Good
2: point. Yeah. Yes. And
1: and creature features are perfect for that because creature feature format is like it's best to see it in a theater with a bunch of people. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And jump at the same time and yeah. exactly. at the and same laugh time. at the same time.
0: Absolutely, laugh at the same time because of things like mystery science theater. Where being a heckler and doing, like, say, the riff tracks thing while you're watching some of these really god awful movies, that adds to the social experience to I will bit, say right?
3: that if I had not seen Snakes on a Plane at the Midnight Showing in a movie theater, that wouldn't
2: have been as good.
3: No, not at all. Because when you hear people going, oh, out loud, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah.
2: Looking back on it now, it was funny, but in the moment it was kind of annoying. Uh, there are a lot of bros in the audience, just people going, "Oh, dude, no, oh." <laughs> so it was like I was surrounded by that, and I here know those I am guys. going, uh, "Sean, stop inviting them, okay?"
1: <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I just I recognize one of the archetypes of the theater going crowd. Yes, uh, but
2: looking back on it now, it was a, ple- a very funny.
1: experience. Let's
3: make it clear: the cinema going crowd. The movie yes, going Because Brad. you know yeah.
1: what? Watching it at home on TV sucks. Do you know what the quote that uh, Samuel L. Jackson says on TV is? Oh, I, I I know it. I think I have it verbatim. Do you know it? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead, Sean. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane.
2: On what? TVS. Yeah. What? They, they <laughs> put yeah. some weird shit <laughs> in TV versions. That totally that is, is it. That is so
0: yeah. bad.
2: It makes. Uh, just, it's just no, just
3: all kinds of no. <laughs> Isn't that as bad as like? Didn't Bruce Willis wasn't his TV dubbed maybe ka Mother Flusher or something when he did? yeah, something and
1: like they that. did it with um. The the Big Lebowski when he says this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Oh God! What was this it? He says find a stranger, a stranger in the
4: house. <laughs> yeah, this is almost worse.
1: Am <laughs> <laughs> I getting going to you? Say fight these mo- monkey fighting snakes on, on this, this Monday, Monday to Friday plane. Just replace him with Bill Cosby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just put Bill, digitally put Bill Cosby. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes <laughs> on this <laughs> Monday to Friday plane.
2: That was a
4: really good person. <laughs> I was going to
3: say, I'm tired of all these snakes on this razzle Frizzle these razzle Frizzle snakes on this uh, Jell-O pudding plane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Zippity zaps. <laughs> oh, God. Did we break Sarah? No,
0: I'm not nearly broken. <laughs> okay. This is this is exasperation laughing. I'm
2: right. sorry. We derailed this conversation. Yeah, I'm like, where are
0: you guys going to go from here? I don't really know. So where- Roger
2: Corman, in the 1980s... <laughs> Uh, Let's go with it, seriously. All right. Well, uh, he created a lot of these uh, B level creature features uh, that were, you know, really low quality in terms of production value and special effects. Yet, uh, getting back to what you were all saying, is that it created a communal experience. Everyone knew what they were getting into. People would drink, possibly. Experienced some illegal drugs beforehand, but um, let's just say we, it. they would go into the in the theater ripped. Yes. All right. So yes, all kinds of inebriation. Um, but it was is such a communal experience that that's why he's his films are still legend and cult classic all of these years is because they created an experience that was somewhat similar and reminiscent of the past with like you know the nineteen fifties and sixties uh, horror creature films, but adding a very on the nose, self aware like point of view that the audience just ate up, which is kind of like the evolution of Creature Features where we are today, where it may be on the nose, the production value is much higher than it ever was before, but it's still a great experience because it's just, it's something that everyone can re- not necessarily relate to, but understand.
3: So let's just talk about how many movies Roger Corman has uh, produced, because he'd almost deserves his own episode. Between 1954 and 2008, he has directed 55 films...
0: That's ridiculous. And
3: produced three hundred and eighty-five oh movies. Oh
2: my god!
3: From oh, his man. studio,
2: what is he like? He does he ever take a bathroom? Well, break because or something? all of
1: his movies were so low budget, he'd pretty much just give these guys a what they thought was an, a substantial amount of money, but to big movie producers, not that much at all, and be like, "Go and, do whatever you want." And his go movies do whatever you want.
3: Have such gems that include Monster from the Ocean Floor, Swamp Women. <laughs> uh Five Guns West. Uh he produced the nineteen fifty five movie movie called The Fast and the Furious. It has nothing oh. to do with the uh the, the more recent version, I think.
2: Interesting.
3: Naked Paradise, Not of This Earth, Attack of the Crab Monsters <laughs>
4: Nice. Or crabs. That's, that's a, a wicked wicked cautionary piece. Crabs. Crabs.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: The saga of the Viking women and their voyage to the waters of the great sea serpent.
1: Oh, I like that. That is the longest time
4: I'm
3: sure that's not a porno. <laughs> I'm certain. Uh, the original Little Shop of Horrors.
1: Right,
0: right. The one with Jack Nicholson. Horrors,
3: right. not horrors. Last Woman on Earth. Atlas. Let's see. Anything else? Uh, he did The Raven, the one with the Vincent Price. Mm. Uh, the Haunted Palace. Dementia 13, which was actually directed by Francis Ford Coppola, uh, but he produced it. Voyage to the Prehistoric Planet. And the, I'm just going through a bunch of these. So I'm not going through all of them. Uh, Cockfighter. Uh, <laughs> that's a porno for sure. Uh, that was producer. He, uh, Monte Hellman directed that. Death Race 2000 producer directed yes. by Paul Bartel. Fighting Mad directed by Jonathan Demme. Uh, Grand I think that's Theft- Dem. He produced Grand Theft Auto directed by Ron Howard. He also produced the first film directed by Martin Scorsese too. I can't find it in here. Mean Streets? No, wasn't Mean Streets. Uh, it was no. uh, first studio movie. Uh, he also directed the 2000- He also produced the 2008 Death Race that was directed by Paul W S Anderson.
4: Okay. Oh God, that movie um, was such
2: trash.
3: <laughs> folks, can we forget that he also directed such movies as Dino Shark?
0: Nice. Or sorry,
3: sorry. Produced movies as Dino Shark. Croc versus Supergator, Gator. Sweet. Yes. Shark-topus. Oh, Sharktopus. Yes. And Piranaconda.
0: Nice. nice. Can I just say about Sharktopus? I started to watch that one for a very brief amount of time on on Sci-Fi Network one day I was flipping channels and I landed on it and there was this like anchor woman and she's like there's something in the water. It's like a shark or an octopus a shark to puss if you will (laughs) and i'm just watching this thing going okay i will I guess. <laughs> and um, just like watch it for another five minutes was like fuck it, I'm done.
1: <laughs> Aw, that two, movie was awesome. No,
0: other, it was so bad.
1: Two other movies. That's that, the point, though. Two other, <laughs> just like Sharknado. <laughs> the greatest film of our time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll go down in cinema history.
3: Um, he's directed two more movies that deserve mention. One never got released. Um it was first, that good, huh? No, no. First is uh, he directed the movie Frankenstein Unbound, which was the one the version of Frankenstein that featured John Hurt and Raul Julia. Yeah. Um, it was huh. that deal with a time traveler going back from the future. And it, it was a, I mean a decent cast. Bridget Fonda was in it. Jason Patrick. But the one movie he, he didn't direct it, he produced it that didn't um see the light of day was the original Fantastic Four movie. Never That's got right. released. It was completely finished, never got released, it was shelved. It's by Marvel.
1: Horrible. I know, but
3: if you can, but if you go do do enough digging online, you can find it, and it's. Hmm. I think uh, it's
1: just on YouTube now. I'm pretty sure.
3: The one thing, the will, the two things I will say that, that were good about the movie, uh, it was there was decent makeup for uh, the thing for okay. its time. Keep in mind this 1994 when it was made. Okay. Um, Michael Chiklis' makeup was way better. But um,
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. That movie was made in nineteen ninety-four. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I mean, it it, looks it looks like might even be nineteen ninety three. Uh and then <laughs> it um, does. I thought it was way earlier and than then that.
3: the Doctor Doom costume was decent. Okay. Yeah, because nice. they worked The funny thing is the plot line is very because it's the origin story, but the plot line for how they worked Doctor Doom into it is almost identical to how they worked Doctor Doom into the movie that no
2: uh, way that
3: that they did in 2000 and, uh, was it five
2: sounds about right
3: yeah.
1: that movie was made intentionally poorly though right because they planned on just making it so they could keep the
2: rights they uh, had I'd, to make oh a I that does sound right I remember reading that somewhere
1: yeah oh damn okay. They never they planned on shelving it. Huh. It's probably just something they watch at parties as a joke and be like, "You remember when we were shit-faced for 3 months and we <laughs> made that movie the Fantastic Four?
3: When I was younger and had fewer scruples, I did uh, procure this film and see it. And it's pretty bad. I agree with Sean. Oh, really? Yeah, it is pretty bad. That's awesome. And I would argue that it is a creature feature because even though there's... No, I can't really do that. I was going to (laughs) say The the, the Thing, but it's... (laughs) Does The Thing
2: show his thing? No. Therefore, creature feature. The Amazing (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man is is a creature
3: feature. No, I see the emphasis of the film, so I can't... Amazing Spider-Man? Is Is that a creature feature? I couldn't say that. I'm sorry. No,
2: it's okay. Wait. The Amazing Spider-Man, as in the yeah, most recent one? is that a one? creature
1: feature, because of the lizard?
2: Oh, but he, he doesn't show up until, like, halfway through the movie. Oh, okay. oh, that's such a good question. But Maybe. See, the thing
3: is, it's not, not the gimmick. The gimmick is Peter Parker trying to find out who he is. Yeah. The, the gimmick okay. is not the creature, yeah, so cliche. I think it, it doesn't follow our rule.
2: All right, well then, I have two creature feature movies that I think are both coming out next year. No, no, one of them is. Um, oh, please tell me. They're completely starting from scratch, Godzilla. But making it way more of an emphasis and a reference from Gojira, the original Godzilla movie. And they're making Godzilla be like just he walks and cities are destroyed. Not the oversized Tyrannosaurus Rex that was in the 1998 Godzilla. <laughs> um, the director is Gareth Edwards, uh, who directed a, a small independent film called Monsters, where he did all the special effects for it. The movie costs about 20 grand to make, and it's sitting on my shelf on Blu ray. It is an amazing film. Um, and they have Brian Cranston is going to be in it and um, Aaron Johnson and several other very notable actors are going to be in it. And then, it, this might be my most uh, excited movie that I'm looking forward to for the greatest movie year of our, our time, 2015. Jurassic World is going to come out in 2015, the fourth entry and they're they're keeping it tightly under wraps, but they're slowly starting to reveal some of the cast members. Um, the kid from Iron Man 3 is going to be in it, and one of the teens from uh, The Kings of Summer also just got casted as well.
1: I I hope it's a post-apocalyptic dinosaurs have already destroyed the
2: Earth.
4: That's never been done before! That's a I brilliant know. idea! So, that's really yeah. good. Oh, that
2: would be so sweet. Dinosaurs get off the island and destroy everything to make it like the world that's they once it knew. That's what sounds like to me, Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, like they spread all over the world. That's so cool! Great yeah. idea, Sean. But yes, those are the two creature features that I'm really looking forward to. And there's a rumor that Universal is trying to uh, reboot a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, but really? putting a big budget behind it.
3: Yeah, interesting. And I'm curious how they redo Gilman, because when they redid The Wolfman, they did new things with it, but they were also fairly faithful to the original design.
2: Right, which actually, um, The Wolfman, that was directed by Joe Johnson, stars Benito del Toro. It gets a bad rap, but it's actually not a bad movie. It's quite mm, good.
3: I think everything was good except for the script. I think everything mm. about the, the, the acting, cinematography, the, the, the directing, effects. effects were great, yeah. the script was not.
1: You're talking about uh, movies that are coming out uh, soon. <clears throat> by the time this episode airs, do you know what movie has just come out in limited release and on VOD? <gasps> what? It's a movie called Big Ass Spider! Oh! Exclamation point. Yes! Oh, yeah. Directed by Mike Mendez and stars uh, Greg Grunberg, who played Parkman on Heroes. That's
2: right. Yeah. Oh, that's it so It cool. looks cool. That does. I watched the trailer last another night. Another yeah.
1: creature feature that went VOD and theatrical and found an audience way quicker than it would have if it just went in the theaters was Troll Hunter. That's right. It was. Yeah. Um, it was the VOD ones are not too bad.
2: There, yeah, that one actually VOD is being released. remade. Troll Hunter, it's official, is being remade. Um, the mummy is being remade as well, by the way. Universal starting that over, yeah.
1: We okay. don't need another mummy, although I'm sure Eric wants more to make fun of.
2: Yes. Right. Eric wants yeah. more fuel for the fire. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, those are the couple creature features that I'm really looking forward to in the years to come. Nice. Uh, for me, I wouldn't mind seeing the creature, of the Black Lagoon
3: redone. That'd be kind of cool. I've never been super hot on the genre, so you know, I, I'm open to seeing them. I saw Saw the Wolfman. I would like to see Godzilla. And I'd love to see, actually, if they would ever do it. They probably wouldn't, but I'd love to see them do uh, another remake of King Kong, which is Godzilla the most epic battle movie of all Dude, time.
2: Dude, that would be epic. How did we not talk about the remake King Kong throughout this entire episode? That was like my favorite movie of 2005. I saw it, it six times. It was a times. good movie. Six yeah, times in theaters. But, yeah. but again, I, I, had think, one I think Peter Jackson's Jack version Black. of it
3: escalated from Creature Feature. Because I don't think it really... I mean, because it, it was less about the gimmick of King Kong and more...
1: Seriously, um, Brian? They had a whole... They were, do you know how long they were on the island? For, and he was fighting dinosaurs?
2: Yeah, that's true. A long yeah. time. A long, long time. And his ancestors as well, as proven by the bones in his cave, which is kind of (laughs) creepy. Yeah, King Kong is solely a creature feature. King
1: Kong's destruction slash all the action around him was the focus of the movie.
3: Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. I want to wrap this up with one final question before we we get into listener feedback and then tie it up for the night. If you had to watch a creature feature on Halloween, which one would you pick?
0: I will say the only creature feature that actually freaked me out. And that is The Descent. Yeah. And that one freaks me out mostly because I'm extremely claustrophobic, so that movie will give me actual anxiety. But other than that, creature features don't really scare me. So, if I want to be scared, that's what I'm going for.
2: Hmm. That's a really good question. Uh, on Halloween, though? Ooh. On Halloween. I think it would be The Thing. The original, 1982, and then I'd immediately watch the 2011 remake afterwards. Sean? Monster Squad. <laughs>
1: Monster Squad? Oh, Monster, Monster Squad. Do you guys classic. remember that movie from the 80s? Mm-hmm. I do. It has About all the, the kids and they have to fight it. Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and Dracula. And, and, and the Mummy Man
2: and the Wolfman. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Dope. Good choice, it's Sean.
1: such a good... It's super cheesy and very 80s, so if you like that kind of thing, you'll really love it. And I just remember loving watching that movie on Halloween because it nice. was on TV.
2: Nice.
1: Brian? Rocky Horror Picture Show, huh?
3: No. Cujo.
1: Tim Curry counts no. as a creature.
3: Sorry, I, I, Sean, I would have thought you would have said Pumpkinhead, but I. No,
1: uh, I was. That was a close second. I was going to mention that.
3: I don't know if this counts, but one of my favorite movies to watch uh,
2: on Jason Halloween goes to hell. No. <laughs> um, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Uh, oh, that's wait, a, is that a real movie. That's a legitimate oh movie. God. It
1: came out. Godzilla in versus versus <laughs> Space <laughs> Godzilla. Yes. I, Godzilla versus Water Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla versus Bizarro. Heart.
4: Go,
2: Godzilla. Heart
0: Godzilla. (laughs) I want to see a heart
1: Godzilla. Godzilla versus Care Bear Godzilla. (laughs) With with, like the Japanese flag as its.
4: Care bear stare. <laughs> how about
3: Godzilla versus over the other Godzilla? How about Godzilla versus Kung Fu Fireball Godzilla?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla is a legitimate 1994 space sci- or Japanese uh, movie. Legitimate. Wow. It's Godzilla. Like, versus I
0: just space like God. people just basically say, "I don't care." Let's make
4: a movie. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> Uh,
2: um leprechaun. Okay. Ooh. How about you just let me say it? No, I I'm looking at this list.
0: <laughs> no. Godzilla
2: what? versus MechGodzilla Godzilla three. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not
0: Brian, go ahead. I'll I'll punch Kevin if he says something again.
3: Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black
1: Pearl. The first one? Yeah. That's not a creature feature. Why not? No, the second one more so because of the kraken. Because of the Kraken. Oh. Well, the oh, first he does have a point. Oh. The first one's more of a zombie movie. It's an yep. undead horde of pirate zombies.
0: He does have a point there. He does okay, point. fine.
3: So then, if I have to go with a close second,
0: Davy Jones is way more of a. Um,
3: of I wouldn't go for the creep factor. I'd just go for the cheese factor. Army of either Army of Darkness. Yeah. Or. Okay. Wait. Godzilla two thousand. Oh, I still nice.
4: haven't seen that. Go like
3: crap through a goose. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would kill Godzilla? Like crap through a goose. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, do us a favor. Share with us your favorite creature feature and which ones you want to see. And uh, if we missed one, Please, enlighten us.
0: We probably missed a bunch.
3: Yeah, there, we talked about. We yeah. just talked about our favorites, really, more than yeah. anything.
2: According to the Wikipedia page I did for the research, I think there's just over two hundred. Yeah, just over that they listed. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't, that they that listed. Doesn't
3: surprise me. Uh, we've got two big pieces of listener feedback we want to share. I have one too. You have one. I, I have. I have a
2: verbal one. That's like actually. Five five I was told today. Yeah. All right. Kevin, and mine's,
0: mine's moral quick. Feedback.
3: All right, mm-hmm. Sean. Cue the music. Listen to feedback!
2: Mine comes from Joe, uh, who works uh, where we work, Brian. Uh, He said that he was a, a big fan of the podcast, but because of all the spoilers, he's had to stop.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
2: so I think that's something we should seriously consider. But Joe, if you are listening, thank you for coming back. If not, I'll see you at work tomorrow.
0: Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> Sorry, bud.
2: No, it's okay. Uh, he said it's totally fine because he enjoyed the podcast no matter what. It's just we started spoiling some of the movies he hadn't seen that he really wanted to see. Oh. So. Is this like which one? Is this Joe A? Yes.
3: Gotcha. Cool.
1: Which yeah. ones did we ruin? I feel like
0: we we he, ruined things several years after the fact.
2: We tried to at least, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he... he didn't say unfortunately which movies exactly, but he just said it in general.
0: Whoops, uh, man, well, we're sorry, bro. So I got a little bit of listener feedback too um, from Jill, who was a guest host on Yay! the Wizard of Oz podcast. She's been catching up a little bit, so she's a little she's a little behind, but she was listening to the. Um, fantasy episode and she did say that we spoiled lost for her so (laughs) i apologize about that but again it's been a few years i'm I'm sorry sorry, we can't be held to everybody's standards of what they haven't seen i apologize um but she did want to point out uh, that she was screaming at her radio because she is probably one of the biggest fantasy buffs that i know um she mentioned that harry potter starts as a high fantasy and then transitions into an urban fantasy as the magic is shown more and more into our world, mm-hmm. and that that was a really smart move on the part of J.K. Rowling. She really kind of understood her audience and the fact that uh, high fantasy tends to go more young adult, and then um, urban fantasy kind of goes into a, a more grown up audience. So she so she was kind of playing to what she was doing there. So um, she basically was calling me out on missing a lot of really important points, and I had to tell her, "I'm sorry, our show was, uh, our show was only an hour and a half ish." So <laughs> we can't really cover everything, but we do our best. Um, and I'm sorry, Jill, that we couldn't cover everything.
2: But thank you for that. That's that's yeah, awesome, thanks, Jill. Yeah. Yep.
1: My, my one's really short. Um, I just got hit up by Steven. Uh, he hit me up on Twitter, and uh, I think he just listened to the Slasher movie episode. So he tweeted me this awesome link to a list of really bad Australian horror films. Nice. And, yeah, I was looking at some of them, and I was like, I'm going to check some of these out. So thanks, Stephen. And we got two pieces from our email, now that we got our uh, new
3: feedback page up and running. We've actually gotten seven this week already, and it's only nice. been up for back up for two or three days. Uh, first one related to us is from Melissa, and her subject is OCD for NOF. Sup, nerds. My first listen of the Nerds on Film podcast was DTF for B-T-T-F, and I have obsessively listened to the entire backlog from, that, uh, from then until now. Uh, my favorite so far is To Blave yeah, up top, yeah. Sarah. Uh, Princess Bride is one of my comfort films, too. Whenever I was sick as a kid, and even now, the rotation of Princess Bride, or she's just called P-Bride. That doesn't sound as uh, classy. Uh, P-Bride, uh, Mary Poppins, and Anything by John Hughes.
0: This is a woman after my own heart.
3: The permanent edition of Seanitude Mori Farty, uh, if I may assign the unsolicited nicknames, (laughs) was a wise choice. For real, I lol at work. People think I'm weird. I do miss Dave, though.
4: Aww. Yeah. Aww.
3: I'd like to suggest a topic. What are your favorite could-have-been-good-if films? I love the idea of a lot of films. However, sometimes due to the execution, i.e. from casting to distribution, some of the scripts don't quite hit the mark. The best example from the top of my head would be uh, a film touch on your Tarantino worshiping podcast, uh, Kill Bill, Volume 2. So, And then she goes on to talk about her opinions on, on, on the film. Um, basically, she loved the story as a whole, but in her opinion, she felt like Tarantino could have done some uh, trimming to uh, Volume 2 and, and it cut out by about better, 30 minutes.
0: And could have been a better, better fight at the end, right? Uh, but that's the whole point of the fight.
3: Yeah. Uh, I also agree with the least one of the nerds, Brian, and actually, yes, you are correct that the final battle scene was weak, and I do agree that we, very, very good. We have some very attentive fans. That's we awesome. Do. <laughs> um, and that the buildup was uh, a solid-looking series of chest taps and an old man stumbling to his death. Blah. No! Um,
4: there's, there's, uh, I also it. don't know if
3: it was intentional or simply related to the title of Nerds on History, but I sing Nerds on Film to the tune of Duran Duran's Girls on Film. If you haven't thought of the connection, <laughs> try
2: it. It's fun.
4: Nerds <laughs> are awesome. Thank you. I did you. not
3: intend to go on for this long. From Detroit with love, Melissa.
2: Oh, sweet. What's up? Detroit um, Rock City.
3: And then we got one from our uh, our old pal, Dino. Dino oh, from Philly. Dino. Hey, Dino. I love Dino because Dino puts in use when he yeah, talks. He <laughs> uh, <that>? <laughs> I love that guy. Turn tur- tur- to Nerdonomy. You guys know how much I love you guys. So, uh, so much so that I, a few weeks ago, me being the history nerd that I am, bought the I Came, I Saw, I Geeked Out shirt which I freaking love. So on the 12, me and a few friends went to Comic-Con in NYC, where I met Colin Baker, Nick Briggs, and John Barrowman.
0: I am so jealous.
3: However, my point is that I wore my Nerdonomy t-shirt, and a few people actually came up to me and told me how awesome donomy is. So congrats, guys, on getting some street cred. In
2: New York City, Whoa,
4: all that's places.
0: ridiculous. Whee! That's awesome.
3: And then he goes on. He has some feedback that uh, we're going to share on Nerds and History related to uh, Vlad Tepish and Dracula. Um, P.S. Sarah, I'm sorry that there is a shit ton of grammar mistakes in this email. Dude,
4: seriously, I
0: did read it earlier and my head damn near exploded. But I love you anyway. Um,
3: P.P.S. N.O.F. Because of yous, I I I now pay so much more. I think he meant to put an attention to this. To directors, production, and all the backstage works of movies, not only look at the acting and the story like I used to, so thank you, nerds.
2: You're very welcome.
4: glad Folks, we could
3: help. sometimes we forget this, but when we hear feedback like this, it reminds us of why we're doing what we're doing. We are preaching the word of nerd. Help us spread the word of nerd. Tell your friends about this podcast. Tell them to go to our website, nerdonomy.com, and tell them to follow us, by the way, on our Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Like mine, for example. I'm at Brian
1: Moriarty. <laughs>
0: Nice transition. I'm at Ash 16
1: I'm at The Satorius. I am at Big Sean Moe. Silver.
4: <laughs> <This is so laughs> that was so good. That was so good. I,
1: I thought by now. By now. I thought by I was like, the government's not shut down anymore. Certainly I should be able to get... Long, that's my theory, is that someone in the government owned Long Dong Silver. Right. I, s- that I saw you like tweet the years, guy. Too. I did, twice. And I looked, and the account has like six followers yeah. and follows zero people. And the last post on it was like two years ago. <laughs> oh, sorry.
4: If
3: you guys think Sean's Twitter handle should be Long Dong Silver, let's bring up a Twitter campaign here. Let's get the name...
0: Tweet that shit. Tweet the long, crap out that of that long shit. dong
3: silver. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. Oh my gosh. Um, if you are not a biggest fan of the Twitter sphere, you can also follow us on our Facebook page. In addition to check us out on our new website, and you where you can now register and comment directly on all of our posts. Yep. And if you by chance happen to see the merch page and or the donation page, and you, you know, you feel a little generous, you know, throw us a little bit of money. It'd be it'd be nice to you know pay off our computer or put a roof on our head
1: or get me a diamond chain motherfucker no that's Uh, not
4: (laughs)
3: important that would
2: be very generous of you that will be
3: all your proceeds would go toward helping Neuronomy do what we do best and not toward making us rich because that's not going to happen anytime soon no so uh, we just do this because we love doing what we're doing so any help you guys can give would be awesome until next time stay nerdy and uh, tune in next week same nerd time Same Nerd Channel, Nerdonomy dot com.
0: Bye,
3: peace
1: and roll credits.
0: And now famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. You are one ugly motherfucker.